a dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. Telling a woman that she can't be an elder is a nonsense rule. If they claim to be in the body, we let them have me. Donald Trump is going to win in 2020 by an absolute landslide. Heretics fight. Christianizing the American dream. I said that, you, uh, that, that many LDS folks and I uh, love the same Jesus. Uh, I still believe that. Sawing is a blessing from God to make you rich. Treating Jesus like a lottery ticket. The Lord spoke to my heart. Then very few times I've ever heard God be disarticulate with me. And I'm telling you word for word, these words came into my heart. I'm not asking you with me. I'm asking you to brush your hair. That's what God commanded Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Master's Dog False Teacher of the Week, episode 91. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. the Evangelical Norm. Uh, it has been a minute. We've It's been a couple of weeks. I'm, life kind of went nuts over the last little while, working two jobs, doing all this stuff, trying to find time to sit down and actually record um, podcasts. So, uh, took a couple weeks off. Revamp scheduling, all that stuff. Here we are, uh, July 4th, not at 9 o'clock in the morning, which I was hoping to be recording between 7 and 9, but it is uh, 6.30 in the evening uh, that I'm recording this. You'll get it sometime later. But, so, that's that's the deal. Uh, I'm going to be trying to do all my recording between the Saturdays that I have off and the Monday morning uh, in between working one job and time with my daughter. So um, thank you guys for your patience. Thank you for sticking with us. Uh, I'm still getting comments, still getting more subscribers. In fact, let's just do a real quick uh, update on the subscriber um, front here. Uh, just a second. Live, 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 live podcasting. We love this stuff. Dashboard. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, we are at right now 360 subscribers, which is continuing to climb. The other day it was 359. Uh, today we are 360. So continuing to increase subscribers every single day, getting more and more. And that's because of you guys who like, comment, subscribe, do all that stuff. It makes the algorithm guy send the video out to more and more people. So thank you for doing that. What is the False Teacher of the Week? Let's back up here. False Teacher of the Week is a podcast. It's a segment of the Master's Dog podcast that was born out of the old uh, introduction video. So I had an old video on here. The intro video was a two and a half minute montage of false teachers set to a really cool song called No Compromise by Result, used by permission. Thank you, Result. And someone came to me and said, I don't know who all these people are. Some of them I thought were okay. Some of them I just don't know what. Could you break it down for us and let us know who these people are? So I started with Stephen Furtick, which is who she asked about specifically, and systematically went through that intro video, revealing uh, you know the qualities and aspects of all of those, excuse me, false teachers in there. And once I was finished, revamped the introduction video. It is much shorter now. No copyright infringement claims, anything like that, even though the result did give me permission personally himself to use the song 
YouTube doesn't recognize verbal permission from artists, so they still were flagging it for uh, copyright purposes. So new intro, shorter, a little more versatile. I can take and put in and out uh, video clips as I want to and need to. I need to change that up a little bit. Again, scheduling is just nuts. So all that to say, this is what the podcast is about. That's for all you new people because of you guys who like coming. There we go. We, we finally got back around to where we were supposed to be. And this week's false teacher is by request. So once again, if you have somebody that you believe is a false teacher that we should look at, I should look at, uh, we, there's, there's no production staff. It's me, uh, which is why I'm so late. And you think I should take a look at let me know. Put it in the comments. I will move it to the top of the list. I will do the, my due diligence and research as I can and uh, find out. And sometimes people will come to me. I don't know how many times I've had Doug Wilson suggested to me. Uh, Greg Laurie was suggested to me. Again, I, I commented to that person who suggested Greg Laurie. I've known Greg Laurie for a long time. I met him once or twice. I mean, he doesn't know me. I, he would never know my name, but I, I, I met him. I've watched him. I've followed him for years and I would not call him a false teacher. I don't agree with everything that he says, but again, if you can give me some instances, some specifics of what makes him a false teacher, I'll put him on the list, but I will do my research into these people. And this week, uh, our false teacher comes by request from one of our subscribers, Andrew Kamitri. Ask me, please expose Julie Green. She is deceiving many. So I jumped in and started looking at uh, this uh, woman, uh, young lady. Uh, I don't know how old she is. Uh, She could be young. She could be my age. She looks young. So I'm just old. I actually, to look at her, to look at her webpage, we are going with the old man glasses. So here we go. I get to magnify my eyeballs and show everybody just how off... uh, asymmetrical my ears are so but uh always as always i like to go to their website if possible to take a look at uh their beliefs and what they say about themselves in their own bios so this is julie green from jg ministries or jgm international so julie green ministries international.org um is what she says about herself julie green started preaching in 2010 and has been an associate pastor red flag of number one at faith family fellowship since 2013 where her father is the head pastor she has been married to her husband for 21 years and they have three sons so she's probably in her 40s close to my age uh julie's father and mother became born again and were filled with the holy spirit while her mother was pregnant with julie her father went to rima bible college bible college where she was at first introduced to the message of faith she gave her life to christ at age of five was filled with the holy spirit and started laying hands on the sick okay so, uh, I'm sorry, I've got a little runny nose too, so I'm going to try to back away from the mic when I sniffle. Uh, Julie learned to live a life of faith through the word and teachings of many ministries. She also acknowledges that many powerful men and women of God have personally helped her in her spiritual walk. Her faith foundation is built on the word of God. She believes that when we speak God's word, God moves and performs his word with miracles, signs, and wonders. We're going to talk about that in a moment. The purpose of this ministry is to show people God's love and encourage them with the word of God. It is also to help people stand against adversity when all hope seems lost and they're not al- no, they're not alone. 
His ministry also strives to share the truth that each of us is special to him and the knowledge that all God's children have an essential role in the end time harvest. God loves you and all of us at Julie Green Ministries love you. May you be blessed by this ministry. Encouragement, hope, love. So that is what she says about herself on this website. So Julie is most well known for YouTube uh, videos and prophecies. Um, Again, one of those many false prophets that are out there. I got to shrink this down so it's not blocking my face. Um, One of the many false prophets that are out there. She was one of the Donald Trump prophets that uh, made multiple prophecies that Donald Trump was going to win, that he would be in the White House, continues to make these prophecies. Supposedly, she's got a couple out there now that Donald Trump is coming back before the end of Joe Biden's actual term. I was just watching something that she was saying. She was actually saying something that I predicted a long time ago. I didn't prophetically predict it. I didn't say, thus saith the Lord. She's got, she's apparently got the Lord's backing on this. Maybe I didn't when I said they were going to exercise the uh, 25th Amendment and uh, have uh, Biden removed because of uh, incapable to, to perform the duties of the office. So, but she's talking about that. A lot of different prophecies that she's got out there. I, we could look at some on her website um, that are just continue to be false and not, uh, you know, just, I mean, that's one thing that makes her a false teacher is the multiple false prophecies that are out there on, on YouTube. So, again, I, I was looking at her and I found her uh, some video. There's a lot of videos on YouTube from her. Um, but her ministry, her official YouTube page is gone. There was a YouTube page called Julie Green Ministries that had like 49,000 followers, but it's gone. Apparently she's moved all of her social media off of YouTube and other places. And you can find her at Rumble, Truth Social, Donald Trump's network, Locals and Odyssey, which I've never heard of. But those are the, the, um social media links that are listed on her page. But I wanted to take a look at uh, their statement of faith. So, again, a lot of these folks have what appears to be very valid statement of faith. When you look at their statement of faith on their website, it's and, and hers starts out that way. Starts out very good. We believe Jesus Christ is the son of the one true living God. I'm sorry, I've got an itch over here on my mustache. So, for those of you who are watching that see me keep brushing at my face. I don't know. I've got a loose hair or something. We believe that the God we serve is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Okay. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Okay. We believe he was born on this earth to be our savior, redeemer, and healer. Okay. We believe Jesus Christ became sin, freed us from sin, and redeemed us from the curse of this world. Okay. We see that scripturally. We believe he came to forgive, cleanse us from all sin, and release us from the enemy's power. Great. We believe he remembers those sins no more. Absolutely. Um, we believe he was raised from the dead, took the keys of power away from the enemy, and gave them to the church, which is his body. Okay, did the enemy actually ever have keys of power? That's debatable. This is where we start getting into the questionable things. Does scripture call Satan the prince and the power of the air? Yes. Um, does he somehow have dominion? He was able to offer the kingdoms to Jesus. Does he have keys of power? Again, I don't believe so. We believe that Jesus sits at the right hand of God in heaven until he comes back for his body. Okay. We believe that if you ask Jesus into your life to be your Lord and Savior, you are saved and become part of the kingdom of God. Okay. Here is 
excuse me, here is where we part ways. This is decisional regeneration. I do not believe this is scriptural. I don't believe that we pray a prayer or ask Jesus into our heart or any of these things. Jesus is already our Lord and Savior. He is our Lord. And when we repent and put our faith in him, yes, the the salvation work that he did on the cross becomes effective for us. We do not make that decision. We are chosen. We are his elect. He draws us to himself. All of the things that are involved in salvation, Jesus does. He draws us to the Father. He, he, he elects us. He chooses us. It is not our choosing him. He is the Lord. He is Lord. We come to a place of repentance and faith. Repentance changing the way we think where we acknowledge that he is our Lord. So, we believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This is what she says again. We believe when filled with him, we will speak in other tongues. Again, this is not scriptural. This is uh, essentially assemblies of God stuff. Um, the, the speaking in tongues is a sign of salvation, is a sign that you are saved, of being filled with the Holy Spirit, that everybody who's filled with the Spirit speaks in tongues. But Paul makes it very clear that not all speak in tongues. Not all prophesy, not all interpret. These gifts are not for every single person. God chooses who he gives. Some people will speak in tongues. I don't believe in ecstatic tongues. I, and I, full, full disclosure, I have spoken in ecstatic tongues. Um, and I don't believe that it was biblical. I don't believe it was the Holy Spirit doing this. Was, was I faking? Was I... Could be any number of things. Was, you know, overwhelmed by emotion... Who knows? But I do not believe in a, a prayer language or anything that is only understood by us and God. I don't believe that that is true. I think that, um, I think that tongues is a gift that was given that we see at Pentecost where the disciples were speaking and people heard them in their own tongues. Now, whether the words were coming out of the disciples in those other language or they were just trans or translated in the air by the Holy Spirit before they hit the ears of the people. That is what uh, we come to. So that is what I believe the gift of tongues is not, uh, you know, language of angels or something like that. She goes on to say, we believe that these are perfect prayers that Satan cannot understand nor interfere with, but go directly to our heavenly father. Okay. Again, is that anything real? I don't see anything scriptural for that. We believe that if we speak the word of God, he is willing and able to perform it. The, again, here we get into this place where we are dictating, the, the, and we've seen many other false teachers have said this, Creflo Dollar, Benny Hinn, um, God, I can't think of the guy's name, it, it escapes me, um, who, and he is a guy that says it more often than anybody else, but sorry, uh, who said that, that God doesn't act until we speak. God doesn't do anything. We dictate what God is going to do through our prayers and through our words of faith. God is sovereign. God is going to do what God is going to do. Now, does that mean that sometimes he uses us in our prayers? And, and so, yes, I don't believe that our prayers are meaningless or pointless. But again, we do not mandate or dictate the movement of God based on what we pray. 
Um, we believe that our God is a miracle working God. Yes, I believe that. We believe nothing is impossible for our God. Absolutely, because he is the author and creator of all things. We believe God has given us his authority over our adversary. When we resist the devil, he must flee. Now, again, here, has God absolutely given us his authority? I don't believe so. I think Jesus is holding on to all of his authority. We act underneath it. We have the ability to do things once in a while, whether it be through miracles, prayer, whatever. I don't think I have the same authority that Christ has. I do not. There is an absolute difference in the authority that I have been given and what Christ has. We believe that when we lay hands on the sick, they will recover. And then again, this is another one of those horrible, horrible teachings that what happens is we let her, her mandate here is saying that if we lay hands on the sick, they will recover. There is an absoluteness to this. So what happens is if we don't heal people, if people aren't healed when we lay hands on them, then somewhere along the way that has to be blamed on that person and their lack of faith. Because it couldn't possibly be the one who is filled with the Holy Spirit and has the authority and all these other things. Does Jesus fail or does the person who is sick and not have faith fail? And we see this all the time when you listen to what Justin Peters says through his experiences and other people's experiences at these big, you know, Benny Hinn, uh, Todd Bentley, all these different revival, healing, uh, ministry, campaign, whatever you want to call them. This is, this is a horrible teaching. Does God heal? Yes, God can heal. When God chooses to heal. Again, one of the only places I agree with Mark Driscoll there's a reason why they're called miracles and not Wednesday. This does not happen every day. God does not heal every single person. And we saw it in, in we see it in scripture as well. That there are some people that were not healed. So here this is the problem. And then we believe in the end time harvest at the rapture and the rapture of the body of the of Christ before the tribulation. Now, I mean, that's getting into eschatology and stuff like that, which I really don't get into. A whole lot of when I do these, um, I don't believe eschatology is something that we uh, divide over. So I don't believe that, um, I can't figure out why this, uh, oh, that's why. Um, sorry, technical difficulty. Uh, we don't divide over or over end time views. Uh, so I don't get into them a lot. I, I, most of the people that I surround myself with in reform circles are post-mill. Um, I am not post-mill. I, I would consider myself a-mill. Um, so, yeah, there's that. But I'm not getting into the eschatology and, and stuff like that. She can have her eschatological beliefs. She can believe in the rapture, all that stuff. I wouldn't call her a false teacher because of that. But because of false prophecies, uh, and some of these false teachings, you know, the insistence that you speak in tongues in order to prove that you are saved, uh, the insistence that if you will heal people, if you have the power of the Holy Spirit in you, and if you don't heal people, then obviously it's got to be their fault. Their, their faith is lacking. Um, those two things alone uh, make this woman a false teacher. And then again, of course, the whole issue of being a pastor and a woman, not biblical not biblical pastors, overseers, God's wisdom has decided that, that that office is for men, not for women. Go ahead and come at me with the, uh, the comments and, and so on. But 
those things. That is what makes Julie Green this week's false teacher. False teacher, uh, week number ninety-one. Thank you, Andrew, for the suggestion. I had never heard of this woman until you mentioned her, and it was a delight to um, to go in and and see the the few videos that I watched. And believe me, I will watch some more um, just to get a little bit more of a feel on who this woman is and. That kind of leads me to other people. I've already come up with two or three uh, more episodes just based off of the people that she's appeared with. So there you go, guys. Thank you for taking the time. I went a little longer than I expected on this episode, but it's the first one after a break and trying to revamp all the scheduling. Thank you again for your patience. This is the time to like the video. If you liked the video, share it. Uh, subscribe if you haven't already. Hit the notification bell. Get all the content that I release here on the Evangelical Norm Network here on YouTube as long as we're allowed to stay on YouTube. Um, thank you for comments. Keep those suggestions coming and I will keep moving them to the top of the list. Thank you guys for taking the time to watch and as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.